0: This is episode 46 What It Means to Be a Man with Matthias Novit. Welcome to Human at Heart. I'm your host, Sophia. I'm an entrepreneur, coach, and creative business consultant, yoga teacher, and former lawyer. I'm on a mission to humanize how we live and do business. Each week, I share inspiring thoughts and intimate conversations with curious humans, creatives, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who shared their perspectives on what it means to be human. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, give the podcast a rating and review. It really helps the podcast grow and I would so appreciate it. And now, here we go. My guest today is Mattes Norvid. Mattis is a relationship coach, facilitator, and environmental engineer. He struggled with codependency and people pleasing and on his path to finding his own inner safety and love, he became a men's group facilitator and trauma-informed relationship coach. He supports both men and women in breaking patterns of self-doubt to create deep, sexy, vulnerable, and mature relationships. In this episode, Mattes and I talk about how you create those healthy relationships Feminine and masculine polarity and what it means to be a man in today's world. And before I cue the episode, quick announcement. Mattis actually has an exciting event coming up called A New Way to Love on June 10th and 11th in Stockholm in Sweden. So if you're around or you're willing to go there, all the information is linked in the show notes. So make sure to check that out. And now here we go. Mattis. So nice to be with you. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so so much. It's beautiful to be here.
0: Mm. So good to have you. Mm. I would love for you to speak on what it means to be human for you.
1: Mm. Wow, great question. Um, what it means to be human for me is to to be in in the in the curiosity. I think in the not knowing. I think being human is always an um, exploration of what that means. Um, I think if I just look back at my own life, it's always it's shifting, like it's not constant. Uh, and to me, it's kind of expanding and falling away, my experience of being human. Uh, we can go deeper into that later. But that's there's something about not knowing really what we are and exploring this moment and this experience together. And there's something about this togetherness that I feel is human. Like some core aspects of us seems to be similar. Like when I look at you and you smile, I smile. Like Mm. I feel warmth in my heart when you tell me something beautiful, like we can share things. There's something about connection and exploration, I would say.
0: Mm. Mm, So good. What are some moments where you would say you can experience your humanness the most?
1: I think when I get surprised of myself uh, is times when I I do feel so human, like, and when I start to laugh around the things I'm, I'm doing, I find myself doing something and I like waking up to what I'm doing and just laughing about it. I think there's something about that again, back to what it is to be human to experience myself in a new way or a new pattern or a new expression. It's like, wow, I'm here now. So that's Mm. something a place when I feel uh, that is really strong in me and also um, the humbleness of how, how interdependent we are. I think that's something about being human, how much mm. I do lean on everything around me, like the nature to breathe out oxygen to me and, and others to, to have their warm gaze and like welcoming eyes towards me. And so I think there's, those are the moments when I feel the most human. Um, and when I hear myself say that, it's connected to somewhat of a, an embodied experience. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't find these deeper human experiences of in, in when I'm at work or when I'm in this project, or I don't find that as, as strong, at least for me.
0: Mm. You know, that this makes so much sense because one thing I love about like connecting with you is you rarely talk about that stuff. Like the stuff where I would say it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't really matter unless like something that is about your human experience that happened on a work day. Right. But like, I have, I don't have any idea what you do like in your, (laughs) in your full-time job. Um, And I'm okay with that. And I'm not sure that I I, I know it's a part of you, but I also feel like I don't know that I would need to know that to feel connected to you because the connection would never be about, you know, I was in this meeting and this person said this thing or whatever. It would always be like what's between you and I and not what's what's what the details of your walk are.
1: Yeah. and Again, I think you're pointing at something that's beautiful. And that's that at least when I feel also feel with you, Sophia, is that we don't want to land in storytelling of things. We, both of you and I are so curious about like love like what is love what is sex what is intimacy mm. what is what is it to be a man what is it to experience this moment together what is this humanness mm-hmm. i think a reason why you're doing this podcast and like awake this curiosity and this aliveness in people to to just experience more mm. um, and the storytelling is not more to me that's going back to something and sometimes that can be valuable but not uh, when i find people like you who are open minded and open hearted and So you can meet me in another place in this insecurities, in this not knowing. And I love that.
0: Mm, Yeah, me too. Mm, So good. Mm. Mm. So one thing I want to point out to the audience, um, because as many people who have been on the show, we did a master coaching training together and it was all online. Um, And for me, it connects a little bit to this um, connection, this interpersonal relationships, those sorts of things that have already been coming up. And it was so interesting for me when we met the first time in person, because I thought like, you know, like, especially because as part of like the program and just our connection, we share so many personal emotions, like experiences. So I feel like I know you, but that extra level of being in person, I felt like I only knew 20% Mm. because like to be in person with somebody is so different. And maybe for some people, things don't get lost in the zoom, but then there are like these special humans who like their magic is the full body, all the things, not just the screen and the things that they say, but it's the embodiment of who they are which can be felt in person, Mm. right? And I would love for you to speak a little bit on kind of this meeting people in real life versus like virtual stuff, because we do a lot of like virtual stuff these these days and it's awesome, right? There's Mm. so many like positive things to that, but then also something kind of gets lost.
1: Yeah. So you want to speak around that subject overall, like my experience of of meeting in person uh, versus online? Um, Yeah, I would say the biggest thing for me meeting in person is that I still sense so much more of the person also because I see more. Like when I see you, I don't see everything. Like it's, uh, I see your face and, but so much is hidden. Uh, and I also don't see you as clear, like the small details of your face, like how mm-hmm. how your, your mouth is doing something or your eyes is like some something's happening. I, I miss that. So one thing is about just quality, like I see you really in the highest mm-hmm. quality. Um, but another thing is that I feel that I love touch and I love the somatics. So it's like to be able to if a person is willing to connect somewhat by touch, I think that's a such a deep longing mm. in myself, like in my journey as well, and in the clients I work with, to be, be touched and held in a way that they, where they feel safe mm. and at the level where they are. And to meet each other in that space is so beautiful because I, can, I could guide you to do somatics exercises with yourself, but being together and also heal things in relation, is just something else. It can really like affect your nervous system, to my experience, so much deeper.
0: Mm. Yeah, amen. Amen to that. And yes, there are so many things that can be done and healed by walking virtually, for sure, right? Mm. But it's like the extra, like the next level that happens in person. Like some of the moments that we have shared like that this would have never been possible in a virtual thing, like and the how healing it was to like connect and like to feel the warmth of the other person's body um when like going through a somatic process it it just it wouldn't have been possible online. So no. to me, like it's so important to remember that because that's also part of being human, right? Like mm. a big part of connecting with people is connecting in person, yes. And a big part of the healing journey is also possible through that. There's a lot that's possible without it, right? Uh, but especially when it's about relationships, when it's about healing in relationship, um, and when it's about healing stuff that is stored in the body, to actually have like this like physical touch and to feel safe in the presence of another being within our own bodies, like it can't be, we can't fabricate that online. We can't. Mm, there's something you said about healing in in this like relationship dynamic. And I would love for you to speak on that a little bit, uh, just what that means to you to experience intimacy and heal in that sort of context.
1: Hmm. I think I will add on this, like I follow my own, track somewhat what I talked about and just keep walking in that direction because it's such a large subject we could speak for weeks you and I about this yep. and then but uh, one thing that, that I spoke on was to meet where actually are at and I think that mm-hmm. could be a really big value for everyone listening as well um, because we can get this idea of how okay we're going to heal in this relationship we're going to go into deep intimacy together okay and then we have a picture of what deep intimacy is so we're coming into the relationship with this pressure on top of both the relationship, yourself and your partner, which ends up not being supportive for you guys. Uh, so so it, it, healing in relationship to me is to, to listen and, and dare to see both yourself and the other where they're actually at. Mm. Uh, and and what when, when I'm speaking of is, okay, I see the person there, sure. But do you see if your, your partner is afraid? Is is she actually scared or is she really relaxed? How is her jaw? Is she like speaking from a ground of place or is she in high pitch nervousness? Like, can you see deeper where she's at and meet her where she's actually in that moment? And that's the highest, absolute highest level of intimacy is not to have this sexual experience. It can be, but most often it's not to having the sexual experience that we have in our minds eye of what intimacy could be and like mm. oh I want to experience deep intimacy and we think that is like this deep orgasmic experience can be for sure but it's just as orgasmic and beautiful and pleasurable to just meet exactly where we're at in this moment wherever you are at like it can be fully closed on but to see each other from space and just stay there and there to stay with what is actually present in this moment mm because what comes then is something that I haven't, I didn't experience in the beginning of my life. And in my teenage years, it came later with this work. And that's when I start to feel when pleasure is something that comes from inside. It's something that builds from a space of safety. So the pleasure is not caused by me touching this spot of your body or this p- sexual piece or G-spot or, or every, whatever spot you're touching. Mm. That's, I'm not the one creating the pressure in the woman. The woman is blooming in pleasure because she's safe and that's radically different. And then when she's open up into that space and she, she's open to fall into like intercourse or whatever that could be, that's a beautiful walk, but it's not necessary. There's no demand, there's no need to go there. Mm. So that's a difference in like healing sexual space and maybe a sexual space with, when you come in with this pressure of what that need to look like. Mm. because sometimes you are shut down and you weren't allowed as a child to be, just say no and just sit in your corner. Maybe that's the most intimate thing you can have on your date night. Mm. Your wife being honest or you being honest that, no, I don't want you actually. Mm. I just want to sit there, but I don't want you to leave. Can you please just be here with me? Mm. To, to dare to say that, I just acknowledge everyone that walk in this path of bravery to speak your actual needs. Fuck, it's deep. Yeah. And it's
0: so multi-layered, right? Because it depends on each individual story and like the experience that the experiences that they have had and what may have caused some disease in their body, right? For some person, it might be that they have always been rushed or that they didn't have the time or that they weren't given the time to take things at their pace, right? And for somebody else, it's boundaries being overstepped right so it's like also like very nuanced Um, it's not just there's like one way to heal in a relationship or to experience intimacy with one individual like it depends on each individual Mm. and their story
1: and their capacity to be present Mm, yeah so uh, I think that's core Core start wherever you're at in your journey to look at if you want to want to experience deeper if you're in this intuitive podcast in the longing for like a deeper human at heart experience mm-hmm. whatever that is for you like to to really practice presence yeah um, I think that's always a gift
0: yes and the intimacy happens in the presence like I don't think you could experience intimacy if you're not present to the moment would you agree
1: yeah, what came now is that you can be intimate, but then you're intimate with a story. Like I can be intimate with my, oh, I having the story of oh how I look when I'm having sex in this way, or or having the sexual experience, and I'm living that out, which is nothing wrong with. But if I'm not in connection to whoever I'm with, the partner as well, uh, am I really in that moment, or am I like living outside of the moment somewhat? Mm, yeah. So no, I would say you're not. I, the intimacy of vulnerability and if we're like leaning on to the i think that's where i'm leaning on and that's where i'm focusing most of my work in is to be in that that realm yeah um, of course experience and living out uh, sexual fantasies or uh, whatever mm-hmm. that can be can also be really healing uh, but then the space we need, need to be really safe uh, so you can really trust your partner first
0: yeah I want to expand a little bit on what I said about like meeting in person. Right. And one thing that I, just from connecting with you, to me, you're a really safe, present man. And one thing that I noticed about myself and a lot of the things that I know in theory, right. I know a lot about like the feminine, masculine dance in theory, right. I've learned about it. I know kind of how it works. Um, but just being in the presence of somebody like you, a lot of the things clicked for me Mm. when I had the actual experience, I was like, Oh, that's that thing. Like I hadn't felt that before. And one example you just spoke on is vulnerability to really allow myself to be vulnerable in the presence of any human. Um, but for me also in the presence of a man, and I realized that For me, it takes me being vulnerable that you can meet me there, right? Like it's, I have to like go, I have to lean into this like feminine, let's say quality of like being vulnerable. And that's when you can do your thing. Like that's when you can bring in the masculine quality of like presence. And, um, but I, it, it doesn't work if I'm like you know, I've got it all together, Um, look at my life, here are all the things, and then the dynamic can't happen. Mm. And I don't even know where I'm going with that, but it's, I realized that that was one of the things that I realized, me being vulnerable, right? I I don't have it together. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this. So
1: good. I love Uh, it. Those are the best conversations.
0: Yeah. um, But it's, the vulnerability for women in particular, but for everybody, but I cannot expect a man to be present with me and to um, create the safe space for me and to be in the dance with me, like to meet me there. If I'm not also like being vulnerable, if you know, like it's, it's not a like, because often I feel like I don't want to say like women, but I often, I hear like these, um, these like conversations around, like, there's not that many great men out there. And, uh, you know, like there's not really that many masculine embodied men. And I'm like, yes and no. Right. It's maybe that's so- somewhat true, but there's definitely like an awakening, but also it, t- I have a part in the two, like, I can't go around and say, I'm like, there's no man who like is capable of creating the relationship that I want. But if I'm not willing to show up vulnerably in a connection and then the dance can't happen. And I say that because when I think back of like some of the sessions that we had when we were still in the program, I wasn't doing that. So you couldn't meet me with the same level of presence that you could meet me with when I was being vulnerable.
1: Yeah, and I think what you're saying is is important. Um, and what I want to add to that is that I think, as, as it is, the feminine and masculine, we are a team. Like, we support each other. It's not that that I'm here to prove something to you and you have your own journey. Like, we're, we're supporting each other all the time. Um, and one thing that, like... I'm reading this book from John Weiland from the core. I think he's an awesome guy. So look him up if, if you're interested in more like, these dynamics of polarity. And one thing he says is that like the, what the woman is longing for is like to, to be with a man that can open her heart even more, to experience her own heart expanding and opening. And for that, we need each other to do that. So, but what, what you're saying is, like yes, you need to be, you, this, the feminine can be vulnerable, but also the feminine can also be fierce. And that's that's beautiful to wake the masculine up, because there's a lot of men that are beautiful capacity and potential, but they are asleep as as I have been and and still surely are in the way I can't see. But I have had the opportunity to be with a woman for many years that she has been also fierce to me and speaking of this is what I need. Like, show up. Where are you like? And and that can be really scary for the boy. in, in me, uh, I guess you're maybe I've talked about in the, in the child work and such before in, in other, other calls, but like this boy, me gets really scared from that because that boy wants to get the love from mommy, but the man in me awakes at the same time. and feels like, Hey, of course, yes, love I'm here. I see you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, and that's such a awakening that can come both from the vulnerability of being really sore and maybe like open up your heart and emotions. can also come from the fierce emotions. I just want to point that out. Like, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be angry. Like, it's such a in this society right now for women not to be too much. Don't be hysterical. Like, don't be too much. You're overreacting. No, you're not. I think you possibly you cannot overreact because you're reacting exactly the same way you should because of what you've been through. And of course, maybe it's sometimes it's not the most efficient, most beautiful, delicate way, and, but we're he- here together to mess, mess up and learn so we can awake each other to the, our potential. So the man can show up and open your heart. And you can tell me like, I love you. I see everything you're doing so well. Like as you actually wrote to me earlier, like this week, that you like I see, I see how much you're doing your work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, thank you for seeing me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So it's not that it's only one way, but support and it uh, but i also want to emphasize that that sometimes one person needs to take lead and I, that i think that is to, to me I, I just feel it's true in my heart it's the masculine needs to step first we need to be there to, to allow her, give her the space the possibility to open up and then if she does or not that's up to her and we can't force anyone to open up and we shouldn't like there's no because you have nothing to prove When you're in this space of safety, you have nothing to prove. So you're just enjoying the moment. And if she opens up for something that she wants to experience with you and you both feel joy and and something around it, beautiful. And if she doesn't, that's also good. So it is not coming from the space of having to open someone. Mm. I don't know what's landing or what I think...
0: I, yeah, I like, we don't know what's landing for the people listening and we never will, but, um, or maybe we, we, we will. So share that with us. Um, I love what you're saying and I have to quickly get my charger because I, I see that my battery is about to die and then I can't be very present. I love what you said there, um, especially about the masculine taking the lead. And I feel like this is maybe a pre Uh, Maybe a misconception, or maybe it's just a controversial thing. Um, For me, like, I like growing up, like in my kind of educational years, um, in my 20s, I was very much in my masculine, right? And I found growing up that somehow for me, it wasn't safe to be in my feminine. And so I took on this mask of showing up in a very masculine way that being like being somewhat goal oriented. And I chose a very analytical, like more like masculine path. So I went to law school, which is, it's not about feeling or like flow or any of that, right? It's very like, kind of like analytical, structured, rigid path. And when I first was exposed to this idea of like feminine energy, not not talking about gender, but really like energetic and masculine energetics um, and interestingly also finding myself in a space with a lot of other women who also led more from the masculine mm. which is more of a um, I don't want to say dark but that's one way to talk about like feminine like talk about light and dark but like it wasn't like a healthy masculine necessarily it, and it certainly didn't feel good in my body like it was stressful Um, it just cost me a lot of extra energy to do certain things that way that didn't feel good for me in my body. Um, And, and this is what I'm trying to get to with all these words is I find that a lot of women struggle with the idea of the masculine taking the lead. Hmm. And I think one of the reasons is why it why that's the case is that it seems sort of like there isn't in a there isn't equality so it seems like if the man is taking the lead then somehow women are inferior I have learned that that's not the case I would love to hear your take on that
1: No, and that's I think beautiful that you put your finger on this because it's such a common thing to believe that okay I'm in the lead and that therefore I have that power somewhat over the other, but it's not at all anything like that. Like that's not the lead from that's that's forceful. That's a leading with force or leading with fear, and that's not the masculine safe leadership. It's a presence awareness that we come with and can create a space. For, for you, for the feminine in, in in you to relax and explore yourself deeper. So you can for a minute, for an hour, for a day, like take these masks off and start to experience what it is to be in your feminine, what it is to be in this moment mm-hmm. and to not be controlled control of our survival strategies and ways we've learned to be appreciated, to not be too much. But I also see that another reason why I think it's so scary for a lot of women to relax into the feminists because they, they have not had a role model of masculine safety. Like there's so many of us that never had a, a father figure or someone close to us that, that was so safe that we can fully relax in our nervous system because they were not fully relaxed in the nervous system. And there's no blame and guilt. Like everyone is doing with their best, but what this is just a fact for me that this is the case. And that's why it's scary. So knowing that, and also both if you're a woman and a man, it like come with humbleness doing this work. Like, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's scary to open yourself up Mm -hmm. and relax into my arms and not go into the smiling, the laughing, the the have to achieve something, have to do something. We just be together Mm -hmm. can be the most fearful thing because that wasn't safe back then. And then we get the same feeling that came up and this is also important for anyone that's interested in this kind of relationships and go co- and maybe in one right now to feel like oh I'm f- starting to feel so weak I'm feeling weaker than ever what's like I'm feeling all these emotions coming up as some uh, sign of weakness but I'm just telling you it's not it's a sign of that you might be starting to feel safe finally mm. and you are safe enough to feel this to be with this and I know you can relate from the journey we've been together and like I'm mm. doing this.
0: Yeah.
1: so I wonder if you want to share something around that like how it has been for you starting to feel more safe in your body
0: mm. yeah actually just while you're speaking especially I noticed or you said to feel safe in my arms or to relax in my arms and then I noticed my whole body like relaxing mm. just the idea of feeling safe and connected to like the warmth of somebody else's body like I had a physical reaction to that mm. because Especially from our interaction, I feel like I have experienced what that would feel like. It's not information. It's not a thought. It's not theory. It's not my intellect. It's my body. And so when I listen to what you were just saying, my body also responds and relaxes. And I can notice it. Because as you were speaking, I was like, we're talking about the masculine taking the lead. Why don't you take the lead? And then you asked me a question back and I feel more relaxed right now than a couple minutes ago. Hmm. My body, I feel more connected to my body. I feel softer, safer, more in my actual pace because my personal Sophia's pace is not as fast as I was going Hmm. the way I'm speaking. Now that's my pace. Yes. Um, That's a pace that works for me where I can be present. I can feel my body and I can just move with each moment. Hmm. And I'm not even that in my head, right? Sometimes, especially when I record like podcast episodes, I'm like, thinking of what, what could I ask next? So I I get into my head a little bit and and I lose a little bit of my presence. Right. Um, And right now, as I'm speaking, none of that is present because I can feel my body. I'm like, "Ah, yes, this is my pace. Ah, I don't have to take the lead. I don't have to rush or be perfect or do this in a certain way. No, I can be here with you and I can be Oh.
1: Hmm. It makes me glad to hear. Uh, see, I I notice myself smiling. So <laughs> it's beautiful here, and I also like. I'm curious if if I could speak to the listeners right now. I would be curious to see what like what happened in you when you listen to this this part of this episode. Like, did anything shift? Did anything that f- because to me, when I hear something that is true, deeper truth of, the, of my body knowing my body shows it, it relaxes. It's like, yes, that. And it's not my mind saying that, it says it felt sense of that feels so true to me. And even the way I said it, that feels so true to me. I'm not saying that the thing so true to me or that it feels true when you say that. And that's kind of the listening and the intuitive intelligence waking up.
0: Mm, yeah. And I wanna add Which is another thing. Like when I go at my own pace, intuition, what's really present for me can come through. If I'm rushing, it can't. I'm not connected to that. And as I was listening to you speak, I remembered that as I was listening to you speak, I also felt actually me slowing down and me being more in my body m- me feeling more connected to my feminine I don't feel weaker or I have less power I actually feel way more powerful mm. although yes. I'm not leading it like mm. what I was doing 10 years ago or even like five years ago and how I was showing up it didn't like maybe outwardly, it looked more quote unquote powerful, but actually to lead from my body to lead from this like feminine essence is way more powerful and to allow you to be big and me just go like, ah, that feels powerful. Although like intellectually, if we were trying to understand that with our minds, we'd be like that I must feel less than, or like somebody's like taking charge over me, like, no, like I can be the truth of who I really am. Like, I don't have to perform. I don't have to show up in a way that is expected. I can just be myself. And how powerful is that? Yes. So good. Maybe uh to all the listeners, if you're hearing us take deep breath, we are inviting you to take a deep breath too. Take it in. And everything that we have already shared. I would love for you to speak on what it means for you to be a man in this world?
1: I can speak on on what it means to be. I can speak about how it feels to be a man in this world, because that feels true to me. Um, It feels like a beautiful. Hmm. It's interesting because I'm having a problem putting the question in my mind right, like how it feels for me to be a man in this world. Because I feel amazing. like I feel really, really awesome right now uh, and I feel safe and but this is not it has really not been there for for that that long in my life most of my years I haven't felt like this so I can uh, most of my time in life being a man I think this is what feels so true that it wouldn't be feel really honest to say uh, this is how I feels to be a man in this life right now I it just doesn't give the fullness of, of, of my experience of being a man because I I can also fall back into, and, and I have been many years in, a, in, in patterns of codependency, and, and a, a man that pleased so much my surroundings because I was afraid of conflict. Mm. I thought that any way to get the love that I, my little boy wanted was to be good and like achieve and be good, like doing everything right, and um, and that path like teach me that that was not the way to become safe. Mm. Uh, and also in the in the what happened in the relation to, like in the contact with the feminine and all the learnings from that. So I would say being a man in this world is is a is a journey deep. It goes so deep, uh, and it's a spiritual journey for me right now. It's to to what I would say now is that's the, one of the largest pieces missing for me before and after. That like if you would ask me like okay where did the safety come from, like. I would say it's always it's always been here. I just haven't seen it and and it can sound cliche, but it's feel it's so true. it's just it's in I'm in this space of safety, and that's my masculine presence and consciousness. Nothing that I do is is what I be and relax into when i when I have the capacity to do that like i, I and I didn't understand this. I haven't experienced this before in my life, but now I do, so I experience myself as safety, as space as conscious awareness and not so identified at all with any of my there's no from that space i don't have the desperate needs that i had or have when i identify as my little boy or my little my human character of, of mattis that, that that person with his needs and wants and desires that's beautiful but the safety doesn't come from him achieving or not achieving his goals like my comfort and my safety comes from within mm. as as and that space is just the most divine to me to experience and uh, it's so beautiful for me because i've been in this i think many can relate i mean i'm a hard worker like i'm a long distance runner i never give up so i've been pushing this part of me my identity of a, of a human being to to do all the things way beyond my own boundaries and way beyond so much that i get exhausted by it And a lot of people get hit that wall and goes even worse into places uh, of depression and other things and wake up from that space. And for me, I feel like I'm lucky enough to not go too deep into it and waking up to the safety that's that's from within that comes to me when I feel safe. So it's not this hippie bullshit. It's like really if you can regulate yourself, you can regulate the nervous system. It's really an embodiment. It's not a dissociation up into a spiritual realm or something. I, I don't even need to believe any of it. I only didn't believe what I feel and what I know is true. I don't really care about what the tarot cards is saying. I know. Like I can enjoy everything and I can do, but I know in my core what, what I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's when you're asking me how it is to be a man in the space is very so much. I can feel like a five-year-old boy needing mom so much mm. and being so afraid and lost. And I can feel like I am the universe and I love this experience so much.
0: Mm. Mm. You just said something that I wanna take and mirror back to you. I shared something similar with you a couple of days ago maybe it was like last week or something whatever it doesn't matter um but you just said like I don't give up and I never give up and I'm like yeah yeah you don't um I love that about you like it's such a beautiful quality that you have and it's probably one of your like core gifts as well like when like i i can just like when you say that i'm like yeah it's true like i can feel that in my body that it's it's the truth like you don't give up like you will continue and continue and continue to show up and yeah just had to mirror that back to you
1: thank you Mm -hmm. i relax when i do it and i get even more humble about everyone that's trying and trying and trying and taking the energy from from the space that's not endless like the place i'm in now is i'm not in effort it's not an effort to be with a woman it's not an effort to do what's true for me Mm -hmm. it's starting to be a more of an effort not to like Mm -hmm. the pain comes from the separation comes from the idea of the story of the of the identity Mm -hmm. of this man that needs to and the small pieces of me that are lingering in my system uh, from what i have experienced and still have meet in every moment when when they come they come and to give love to that is is just a but not from what when I want like put my put the focus and light on is that this source of energy is yours to claim <laughs> like it's yours you, you all have it but just what needed what was needed for me and my journey it has not don't have to be the same for you was to slow down stop breathe let the fear pass let the emotions run through and then when you're not clinging on to your story so much you start to something else come from within Mm. And it's the same when we talk about pleasure in in intimacy, as we spoke on, like if we can stay with our bodies long enough, it arises by itself or what's the highest good for you will arise in that moment.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I just said that, how did that feel? And did you take a moment to actually receive it?
1: I actually did. I felt joy in my chest and a warmth. Thank you for <laughs> letting me know. you checking, check, checking in with me,
0: yeah. I personally, I feel like that's a human thing. It's sometimes people can say like nice things or like give us some beautiful feedback on something, but to actually let it in. And then also to notice, like what does it feel like um, to to receive that? So I wanted the audience to get a peek inside um, mm. as well to, how does it feel like for you to receive appreciation? Mm.
1: Uh, relax, relaxation in my in my jaw. Uh, and I feel this warmth around my heart. And I get more embodied. I feel like I'm sinking down uh, more into my body.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's it. And, and and calmer, like my mind gets more still. And there's joy bubbling up like this champagne sense in my, in my, in my yeah, ending up like a f- smile mm. <laughs> on my face. <sighs> yeah, thank you for stopping me and, and giving me that experience.
0: My pleasure. I've also recently learned the saying, my pleasure. I feel like sometimes we say it and we don't, it's a, it's words, right? But we don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of also just like our interactions, it I can actually say the words and feel it. It's like, it actually does give me pleasure to appreciate you or somebody else. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's another thing about the feminine masculine dance because the masculine loves to be appreciated, right? Like it's also a human thing, but the masculine loves to be appreciated. And I notice that sometimes like when I watch, for example, like my mom's marriage, I'm like, if she would only like take a, and you know, like nothing to say, like whatever their relationship is, but it could be so powerful to take a few moments to actually appreciate her partner no matter what, like he is not being able to like give to her and all, none of that matters. Um, And it's not just that it does something to the masculine. It also actually gives me pleasure. So why not do it? Yes. And also- Yeah.
1: Like, please go ahead.
0: Yeah, I just want to add also when I allow you to take the lead or to take care of something for me that also gives me pleasure so why not do it why do I have to be strong like if if it's a pleasurable experience for you to take the lead and it's a pleasurable experience for me to allow you why not do it
1: Hmm. and what's your answer what comes up
0: I just want to do it all day, every day.
1: (laughs) That's so good. Yes, and and that's the safe place. If you know you're in a safe place, why not do it? But I think many of us live in in the residue of of the fear around they have some time done that and got hurt. Mm. And that's lingering in the system as Mm. a truth. And the protection says, don't do that. Don't open up. Keep Mm. yourself at bay. Don't show that. Don't... Like, yeah, all that things is one reason I think not, why a lot of people don't do it.
0: Mm, true,
1: but as you say, I was actually sharing on, on uh, or actually recording a video today about love and, and the misunderstanding about like giving you're not giving me, so I'm not gonna give you. Like, lo- that love is not, it's not works that way, it doesn't work that way for me. It's like, as you say, if you have the capacity to give love, you're already already in love. So you're giving from the overflow of that, which causes like, you just feel more love in you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's expanding the more we give rather than we're losing if we give. So if you find yourself in the part of, I'm not going to give love, then I'm not thinking that you're actually in the place of even giving love because you're in your And then there's something else to talk about. And then maybe get vulnerable about like, oh, I feel this. I would love to give you love, but I feel this resistance. Mm-hmm. Like speak about your experience and show that. And, yeah. and also what you're saying, like if you, as you say, what's the cost and what, what could happen if if anyone wants uh, to elevate the, their relationship, this is what you're speaking of is just the beautiful thing. If you take just that one thing with you from this call to like to be more loving towards whoever partner and see that partner for what it's doing. I know that there's a part in everyone listening that sees the thing that they want that, them to do, that they're not doing. And they're holding on to that somewhat and see if you can for a, just for, for a week try to let that go and just emphasize and just giving hell loads of a love for what they're doing like and especially men for saying like oh i see all the things that you're doing for me mm. thank you for keeping me safe in this way thank you for doing this that just expands the capacity for the masculine and also the willingness to give mm. more and be safe, and and there, wow, I get seen in this, and and that's a beautiful place for the masculine also to grow. So it's beautiful that you're saying that, because then you will get whatever you're longing back, because but then you won't need it as much because you're already filled with love. But it's just that's why it's the beautiful dance of of not codependency, but like heightening each other, like expanding each other, even though we're both already complete and beautiful. Mm. That's the grown up space that I love relationship to move move towards. And that, that you can find and like try to find like um, if you see people that have that like, see what they do like learn and and learn from each other because many of us don't have any um, role models hmm. for healthy relationships.
0: Amen. Do you want to take the lead on the final topic that we're discussing to wrap it up, whatever that may be? That's a present for you.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see what comes up yeah, this is strong in me. This feels like a beacon in in my heart. This is something I want to share. And that's like, you don't have to be anywhere else than you're at right now. But to step back into owning that fully is coming back to integrity. And to, to every man listening, you don't have to be anything else for your woman than you are. She loves you to show yourself exactly where you're at. But your misunderstanding of what that is makes or I'm speaking actually, I could say me, because this is my experience. My experience is that I have been hiding, hiding so much from, from showing all that I am in the belief that I need to be something else. Yes, not showing this, so I, so I feel, so I am this weak man that she's telling me that I am. So I have to show up as strong, but that's not what she's saying. She's calling you forward. She wants all of you. So something around like, do you step into that fullness of you, is the most beautiful gift you can give her, even if she doesn't even know it, mm. because that expands. And you can say, like, oh, this is what I'm feeling. And I'm owning that. I see that I can't be there. Listening. I can't be as present as you want for me. But I'm I'm really dedicated to our love. And I will take lead on working on this uh, in this way. So you don't have to be my parent in this. I take charge of this. And I will show you constantly over time that I'm doing this for us because that creates such a safety in the woman. And also also doesn't mean that you have to be anything else that you, than that you are already, mm. because if you don't, if that not, that's not landing, it will never land. You can always be better in some way and not feel complete and whole. So the wholeness comes from a being a human being at heart is like to inviting all the aspects. Mm. So enlightenment awakening is not to me about, oh, I'm awakening into this state of just bliss. No fuck no, it's awakening to all the human experience, but not identifying as it because you're coming as more of safety of everything to appear in. And then it's more effortless and you don't attach to it. So that's something I wanna share as a finishing words from for my side. It's like dare to own your own being like where you're at right now in your life and, and you are beautiful and amazing. And it might not feel that way because it's scary as, as hell and I know it and Sophia knows it and, and we are doing the work with this and we have our own coaches. So I, we know it's not easy, but it's, it's, if it's calling you for calling you in that direction, um, it's worth everything.
0: Mm. Amen. Church, as we say. <laughs>
1: Back to church.
0: Back to church. So and... what, what,
1: what happens in you when I share this?
0: Yeah, it reminds me of my part in it right you were speaking to men and what awakens in me is to me that means it's somewhat similar it's also just to bring all of me and not feel like my worth depends on being perfect or um, showing up in a certain way like having certain looks or feeling like I need to bring anything other than who I am to a relationship.
1: Yes. That's what, what's your man or partner desire the most. Yeah. It's not that you have bad sex and that you have to show up in the sex. No, fuck no. That's just yeah. a misunderstanding. It's nothing yeah. about that. Yeah. It's about the deep connection of feeling like one together.
0: Yeah. 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 and there too I feel like there's few role models but also my guess would be just also from my own experience that very few people actually know what that would feel like what that would feel like if I come to any relationship doesn't even need to be romantic and drop all the masks drop all the walls drop all the ways I usually perform all the roles and how that would feel in the body because everything else is so much more practiced. Mm. Yeah. So good. So good. Any final words, any maybe also share a little bit where people can find you. Um, We didn't, as we do, I said this in the beginning, I have no idea what you do for work um, or what you do when you go to the office. Uh, I don't even really know what the exact position is that you have. And I still want you to take a little bit um, of space, not just a little bit, take as much space as you want (laughs) to just speak on, um, your offers as a coach um, and where people can find you.
1: Sure. Thank you. And uh, first I want to thank you for this conversation. Beautiful as always to speak to you. And it's, I feel so alive uh, more than I did before the call. Mm. And and I thank you for that. Uh, I feel my body more and yes, joyful. And if if anyone wants to work with me, uh, they can reach me at uh, comecloser.com and you uh, is my webpage, and they can book discovery calls for coaching. Uh, I also will open up for this deeper weekend, uh, like two, t- two days workshops for couples to dive into this work uh, that we're speaking of. Uh, so, because I want to give that to the world and I share my experience and, and let you have yours so we can support each other to that. So, the easiest way is that like, you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Mates Norvid. I'm always sharing some, what I feel is valuable for me, I'm sharing there, um, giving you everything. And if you feel drawn to it, yes, you can apply to a course or coaching or yes, follow me. Do whatever mm. feels true for you.
0: Beautiful. And I'm going to link all the things in the show notes. So if you don't know exactly how to spell come closer or Mata's name, then don't you worry. Just go to the show notes and find all the links there. Is the course is that in person or online? Just so people know if they have to book a ticket, like a flight, to meet you in person.
1: Um, my plan is to do, to do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm will host a physical one in Stockholm, and mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to that because, as we spoke on this call, like the the it's something else in physical form, but I'm also will have it online. So. You can write to me and write that you're interested uh through instagram that's one way to do it or just follow me and you'll get information mm. about the booking and i work both with women and men uh, mm. so i both work with women who have been hurt by the masculine to find back to radiance and safety within and for men that has been working going through my journey and might feel stuck in their relationship and not in the place they want to be
0: mm.
1: so i'm here for you here i'm happy to you. serve
0: I can feel that that feels true in my body. Mm. And also, I just want to thank you so much. I want to mirror what you were just speaking on. Um, I feel so much more alive and the big thing to, for me, especially, I feel so much more in my body, even just from like when we started talking to now, uh, I can feel I can see you on the screen and I can feel my whole body. I can feel the energy that's flowing through my body. And we've spoken a lot on that. And I just want to extend the invite, the invitation again to everybody listening. Take an inventory for yourself. Take an inventory. Like where were you when you started listening to that conversation? Where are you now? And with that being said, sending you so much love. Bye. Bye
1: Bye-bye. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Human at Heart. You can sign up to be part of my community at SophiaOnEarth.com and follow me on Instagram at SophiaOnEarth. Until next time, stay human!